All points are valid. <laughs> That's all I can say. No one's wrong no here. One's wrong here. No one's wrong here. All right. We are family friendly. Remember that. <laughs> Since when? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, fuck. <laughs> no more Twinkies. Um, I need to find the intro again. Okay. What did we do this week? What was like the, the big memory of the week before we get started? Big memory of the week? Yeah. In life. Oh, I, I guess Trump talked shit about LeBron. That was funny. Yeah, even though he just... And Melania fucked. backed him up. Melania backed up Trump? Or Melania LeBron? backed up LeBron. That's saying, like Earl. Yeah. That's hilarious. What did she say? Something around the lines of he's done great things in his neighborhood. Yeah, and, thing, yeah. yeah basically paying for education. I don't think he really trashed on Trump, but... Um, he said he doesn't respect him, basically. No, he didn't say anything. He just... She tweeted out more being on oh, the side of... Oh, she didn't. I thought she meant... Uh, LeBron didn't. No. Sorry. Um, yeah, she tweeted more being on the on the side of LeBron. So. Yeah. All right, are we going to all be in unison when we say we battle Star Galactica? Do yeah, we need to? to work together on this, guys. Why? Because it's more fun it. if we say it together. Is we, it? Just try it through it, bro. It's <laughs> just not try it. <laughs> all right. This is The Bracket, a podcast about our 64 favorite movies. We have them battled out with, to see which one will reign supreme. We banter, we bicker. We Battlestar Galactica. Galactica. And on today's show, we have Man on Fire versus Logan. I, I like that. Bad. I kind of did too. Yeah, I liked it. See? <laughs> <laughs> Saying that for months. Alright. Let's get to the intros. In the blue corner, this movie was released in 2004, directed by Tony Scott. Starring Denzel Washington, Dakota Fanning, Christopher Walken, and Mark Anthony. Weighing in at 2 hours and 26 minutes. Man on Fire. That made you wait for that one. In the red corner, this movie was released in 2017 from director James Mangold. Starring Hugh Jackman, Patrick Stewart, Daphne Keene, and Boyd Holbrook. This movie comes in with a score of 8.1 on IMDb. Weighing in at 2 hours and 21 minutes. Logan. Well, now we got our matchup last week from our producer Wait. after our magical musical episode. Uh, would it be funny if instead of calling it Logan, they called it X Men Finale? <laughs> Never mind. Finale? Because you know how the first, the other movie was X Men Origins Wolverine, X Men Finale Wolverine. Okay, <laughs> okay, that's not bad. Oh, X Men Origins <laughs> the conclusion. The conclusion. <laughs> In summary, Logan. Um, we had uh, our bodyguard bracket. What was your initial thoughts by the call by the producer? Um, for this matchup? Yeah. I liked it. Uh, I liked the idea of, of Hugh Jackman versus Denzel Washington and an X-Men versus basically a, a very strong Equalizer. bodyguard. Yeah. yeah. I, I, almost thought, I almost thought uh, Denzel Washington kind of... Had a little Wolverine on him from, from time to time in those scenes. Mm-hmm. Because he was yeah, getting he, shots. He was hard in the paint. He was getting shots straight on the chest and... Shaking it off. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. So... I, I just realized why John Wick is a worse movie than Man on Fire. Because the dog doesn't come back at the end. <laughs> so it makes Man on Fire so good. He gets the happy ending where she gets to live. The dog doesn't get to live at the end of John, John Wick, guys. But Denzel dies at the end. Yeah, but he wanted to go. 
So it makes it anyway, okay. So yeah, on this matchup, I haven't <laughs> seen Logan yet, so I was excited to finally sit down and watch it. It just the hype had gotten too big. I wanted to let it breathe a little bit before mm-hmm. I saw it. Uh, glad I finally watched it though. Um, and then for Man on Fire, as a kid, it might have been the first movie I ever said like, "This is my favorite movie of all time." At, a, at you know, age like fifteen or so, mm-hmm. this movie was super super good. Yeah, I think I'm good. Nice, Jose. Anything you wanna add? Who the hell is Jose? It's a producer. Anything? <laughs> mm. What? Oh boy, we're off to a fast start, guys. What was the best moment? Would you say for uh, Training Day? Training Day. Training. You know that other movie with Denzel Washington? Oh, yeah. I'm kidding. What's your favorite moment <laughs> from uh, Man on Fire? My favorite moment from Man on Fire. It has to be the the training montage when she's um, the swimming scene. Yeah, basically how their their connection. Their how, bond. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed that, and I think that made it a, a, a better movie, mm-hmm. just because you get a uh, more more connection between characters and their, you know, and their chemistry. Mm-hmm. So I, I really enjoyed that more in Men on Fire. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were super connected. That's like the the most heartbreaking part of it is because mm-hmm. like the kidnapping scene, and even at the end, like you see how much they actually connect and how much chemistry they had together. That was magical. So that was really good. Yeah. Best moment for me. I don't really have... I, I can only think about, like, terrible moments I don't want to bring up. Like, when it comes to the best movie moment, the whole kidnapping scene is heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, favorite moment? I guess her winning the race at the end. Right, right. I would say that's probably, like, the, the happiest moment of the movie. Another small moment is one that, like, I didn't really care about so much as a kid, but when they're at the table with Christopher Walken and his wife, and uh, Dakota Fanning's there, and she gives them the necklace. Mm-hmm. That moment's really sweet, and, like, once you see the whole movie play out. yeah. Yeah, it, this was actually my first time watching uh, Men on Fire, and it's it's crazy how... You said the first time? Yeah, yeah. Ever? Yeah. Bro. Yeah, no, I know. What? It's, Wait, didn't you put the movie on the list? No, I did No. You did? Yeah. Okay. Um, and I never I never got around to watch it, and right away I was like, this movie's... That movie this movie's was hard. good, yeah. yes. Um, which I actually enjoy that I, that I see it now more than... More than... Um, you know, at younger, mm-hmm. um, just because I feel like you appreciate it more, um, mm-hmm. especially for the time it was made. So yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed the film. What about uh, the cast? Great cast. The little girl, she's Dakota Fanning. Yeah, she's, she's a little gangster. Fucking yeah, great actress for for such a young age. Wasn't that really her first movie? I don't think so, because she was in like a lot of Disney stuff too. So. I don't think it was actually the first one. Uh, my girlfriend actually says she was in one of the Twilight films. Uh, yeah, she's like one of the main bad guys. I, in the I wouldn't movies. know. So. Yeah, then why'd you bring it up? Because she <laughs> said she's trying she to make was... me admit that I watched Twilight again. No, you did that. Uh, you did that on your well own. done. <laughs> oh, I thought, I thought we were talking about Twilight Zone. So I was like, wait, that that show's really old. Our producer's here, guys. He's just not here. Um, so cast overall, Denzel does super good in this role. I don't understand. I'm, I'm going to kind of harp on this the whole time we talk about Man on Fire. I have no idea how this movie wasn't even nominated for any type of big awards. Right. To me, like when I think about like the greatest movies ever, just as an achievement in film, this movie's always at like, the top of my list because you have two hours to really get attached to everybody. Mm-hmm. And at the end of that movie, you really feel one type of way. Right. I'm shocked he didn't get nominated for this movie or, or Tony Scott didn't get nominated for directing. It, I don't know what I'm missing <laughs> when mm-hmm. it comes to like what makes a great movie. Because to me... Man of Fire is a great movie. And then to look at the the Rotten Tomatoes scores, 
uh, Man on Fire has like 35% rating on Rotten no Tomatoes. Way. Yeah, what? it makes no sense to me. It's completely crazy. You look so sad. No, I'm right? really stunned right now. It makes no sense. Yeah, Christopher Walken's super, super good. Uh, Mark Anthony, the guy who plays Peter's dad, like you. Right. It, he's a you know. He's a dick. You hate him at the end of the movie, but he right. played the part super, mm-hmm. super well. And then the mother, like, I mean, she was. She was okay. In a tough spot the whole movie. She though. was okay. I didn't really, you know, care much for 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 her, for her actually. Um, I, I think she was just a very side character and just played the mom and then the. The sad mom because the daughter's kidnapped. So I don't. Right, know. but that's not an easy role to play. I mean, because you can make it super basic and just be like sobbing the whole time, but she's actually like getting angry because she knows how people failed her. She wasn't playing like the the teary eyed mom. Mm-hmm. She was playing like fuck everybody in here. Right. I did like when she slapped everybody yeah. in that room. <laughs> I was like, oh my god. That's what I mean. She she had a special performance, in my eyes. Okay. Um, best quotes of the movie. Um, Revenge is a meal, Beth's Best or cold? Yeah. I, I really liked when he was, again, when she was training, when he was training um, PETA. I think I know what you're going to say. And, and what, what is the it? The gunshot sets you free? No. Um, Son of a bitch. It's, it, it's when it's like, oh, do you do you want to win or, or something around those lines. It's like, don't smile. You're um, you know, oh. you're here to win. And something yeah. like that. was a like motivational speech. Yeah. I, I don't know what, what he said, but that's um, it really hit home. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't joke around. You're up there for, to win. You're not up there to do Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember that. Um, any other good quotes from the movie? They do a really good job. Like, I'm a professional. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just doing my job. That kind of thing. I, I really like those talks because it doesn't make the, the villain unbelievable. Mm-hmm. It just seems like he's just a regular dude trying to make the bills, but in a really disgusting way. Right, right, right. It doesn't make him seem, you know, overly evil. Yeah, I've got best quotes. I really enjoyed that we're... Um, Something that I that I've noticed uh, with a lot of our episodes is that something's happening with or around that that movie or that yeah, you know I noticed like that. Equalizers right now Equalizer two is is uh you know it's out on theaters and we're reviewing a Denzel Washington movie same mm-hmm. thing with uh, um you know Glass coming out or what is it what's that movie the one that's related to Unbreakable uh, um Un- Unbreakable or and, Split and Split yeah. Um, yeah. You know, so we're doing these movies, and some other films are coming out related right, to it. Right, I see what you mean. I really enjoy that. Yeah, it's, well, we also got the summer season, so every movie from like ten years ago is having its ten year anniversary right as we're reviewing it. Right. Too. Um, what What are some of your flaws for Man on Fire? The biggest the, flaw. The end scene when he uh when he just walks to them and yeah. just get, just dies basically yeah. gives kind of up. A bummer. Yeah, because I mean you had the brother, you could you had leverage. Yeah, it's and, and life or life should have been it. I don't I don't understand why you have to give yours up. It I, just it kind of killed a little bit of uh of what was going problem, on. The problem being though is it's a true story, so we can't. Really... Is it a true story? Because yeah. um, okay, because I I I thought it was because of that. The end sequence. The end sequence when when uh, that guy shoots the voice. Yeah. Um, I was like, okay, like, why didn't you just add that to the movie? I didn't know if it was part of the movie or if it was well, real I think, life. I think because the whole story is centered around Denzel, so after he dies, everything has to be told to you as if you're as just a, watching a, his story. Because right, yeah. yeah. you learn everything in the movie from his point of view. Yeah, I just I didn't know if it was a real um, a true story, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it's uh, I feel like you could have. You could have uh, leveraged your way of giving the girl for the brother and the wife or whatever that was. Well, what I'm thinking, though, is that he already killed, like, a whole grip 
of the Voices crew. So, mm-hmm. like, those are the other lives he has to pay for still. But it's your brother's life. It's family. Something no, like I know. Whatever. But you're getting the daughter for the brother. The trade thing is, I, I agree, it is a contentious point for me, too, because when you watch it the first time, you're like, dude, you could have easily ran or something. Right. But because it's a true story, we don't know the whole fact. Right. So it's really tough to complain about something like that. Because mm-hmm. I've always had that problem with the movie, too. It's not based on a true story. It's based on a uh, novel. Novel? Okay. Yeah, from what? The 1980s. Thank you. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh. Don't, don't let that change your... That bummed me out so hard just now. Do you rate it lower now? <laughs> I feel like I should. No, I, I feel That's like... That's my biggest flaw. That was not a true story. They fucking told me it was. I didn't think it was. I mean, fucking getting shot dead on the chest twice? Come on. Yeah, but 50 Cent got shot nine times. You make a very <laughs> well point, my sir. He's a cat. <laughs> what does that mean? Because nine times, nine lives? I think he would have still been dead. Our producer, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, <laughs> the other big At flaws. least he comes clutch when he needs to. That's all I'm saying. Any other flaws you want to bring up? Uh, that's it. That's the major one I had. Uh, okay. just major flaw? Uh, what about the soundtrack? I love the soundtrack in this movie. The, this, like, the Spanish music that I couldn't sing if I had even the lyrics written down for mm-hmm. me. All those songs, like they just felt like the, it put you right in the, the city. Do you think... That no, might I don't ha- think. The, that might have something to do with, with the rating it got. Maybe because of, of who the, the audience was. Are you was. trying to say that the audience is Spanish racist? You mean xenophobic? Or Spanish well, racist? Well, no, I'm not, I'm not re- really trying to go... <laughs> what is wrong with you? <laughs> Our producer, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> round of applause. Oh, dear Lord. The soundtrack, the music, I thought it was really good. You're trying to make it racist. What's wrong with you? Nothing. It was great. It was great. <laughs> uh, story overall, now knowing that it's a fucking mockery of film, and it's not a true story like anything else, I'm really wow. upset about this. That's like if somebody told me Miracle wasn't a true story. I'm like, no, the U.S. really won the hockey thing. But they're like, none of those people were real. Fuck you, the movie's awesome. That's how I feel right now. Man on Fire was awesome. How dare you undo that for me? Remember that Twinkie story I told you about? Yeah, this yeah. is very similar. You're just ruining <laughs> movies left and right. Oh, Woody Harrelson fuck. didn't eat the Twinkie in so real life because like he's a fucking out. vegan. Vegan, unbelievable. <laughs> Zombie Land is ruined too. <sighs> now you're gonna tell me zombies aren't real? Unbelievable. Present day reference. Woody you said Harrelson isn't real. Woody Harrelson's not a real person. Present day reference, other than Denzel being in the public eye. I mean, it's still shitty to live in Mexico. Right, still a lot of still getting kidnapped. Yeah, still really. Uh, you can tell the uh, the crime the and and you know the politicians are all corrupt as shit. Mm-hmm. So that's all pretty legit too, as far as I know. Unless the news lies to you, I don't know. No, no, it's it's very very corrupt. The cops yeah. are definitely corrupt. I can yeah. tell by experience. Uh, yes, so do I. <laughs> um, do we want to give out any uh, best acting performance nods? Yes, uh, like I said. Um, Peta, the little girl. Dakota Fanning? Yeah, very... So Dakota uh, Fanning you want to nominate? Yeah. Sorry. For a second I thought Peta... That's kind like of like a best supporting actor, though. We no, gotta, we, gotta, or we probably just have best performance, or are we going to categorize it? Yeah, because I... Because a lot of ours are just best actors, but she, he just mentioned the best... Uh, what's the word? Uh, what's the actor's... What's the supporting actor? Sorry. Same kind of thing with Heath Ledger's Joker. Mm. Um, I, I'm going to say Denzel, though, for me. 
Really? Yeah, he kills it. This is literally my favorite movie he does. The thing is, I don't think I've ever seen a movie where Denzel doesn't make a great job in a movie. Yeah, that's fair. But it's super expected but that's like for him. Penalizing Meryl Streep for being a good actress. You know what I mean? You have to give credit every single time, or you're just throwing credit to the side. I guess you don't think you should act, like praise greatness. No, of course, but. I mean, it's fucking Denzel Washington. You know, I I know he's gonna kill the role. Just like if I'm going to see a, a Leonardo DiCaprio movie, I know he's gonna fucking kill the role. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's it's expect. It's not even right. you know like I don't doubt it. Right. Um. But to like for me to see this little girl and she was acting like a grown woman. You know, in a couple of scenes where I was like, dude, this this girl's mature as fuck. Mm-hmm. You know, so like that's Just why that's the type of uh, the appreciation of greatness that I I think it's has to be given. All right. I, I'd only argue that this is literally my favorite Denzel performance. So as great as he is in all those Equalizer type of movies, mm-hmm. this is the one I think about the most. This and Training Day are like 50-50. Yeah. After that, like a lot of those other movies, like Out of Time, you know, like you said, Equalizer. Mm-hmm. They're good performances, but they're not memorable. Yeah, or maybe we're just huge Denzel Washington fans. Maybe. Um, biggest complaint about this movie... Do you think through media? I don't think there is one because it's been, you know, 15 years since it's been out. I haven't heard anybody talk about this movie until us, so. Bingo. So we got a big audience, is what you're saying. People ready to talk about Man on Fire. I've seen it a couple times on, um... What was the complaint? No, not not complaints. I'm just saying, like, I mean, I've seen it play on the on the TV. i just never, never seen it, you know, so I know it's still being brought up. Logan. Best moments of Logan. What do you got? It's a great film. Um, that's not a, no, that's that's not just, a moment, just, bro. The, the, the whole movie is a moment. Um, you know, like, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's, one, of the, it's one of the more uh, real-like scenario kind of comic book movie. Like, you know, you, you, you actually think some of these things can actually happen if you had um, mutants... Uh, around you, mm-hmm. um, it felt more like like around a a Christopher Nolan level kind of movie where you actually feel uh, a a lot of this could be put in in um, in today's world instead of one some of these Marvel movies kind of you know they get too big yeah too too overhyped and everything's yeah. everything yeah. has to be around the world mm-hmm. but this one's more narrowed down to just yeah. a couple of characters Good that point. can you know. Um, Grow with with each other, which we've just complained about a lot recently with the other, ex- like worlds. It had to explode for us to care now. And Marvel, right? Yeah, Logan's very much two people in a car going Ev- for a ride. Exactly. In every other movie, they have to outdo whatever just happened. You know, everything has to be bigger and and louder, right. and and it just you add too many characters that you don't really care about them. To uh, to a certain extent, mm-hmm. as to where you have you know just just three characters in a car, just you know, trying to trying to survive. And, okay, uh, I really enjoyed that. Who do you think was the uh, the best member of the cast? I would give it also to um, I don't know her name, but basically Daphne X King. X X twenty three. Yeah, but the thing is, is that for half of the movie she doesn't speak. Legit. And, and I don't I don't get it. It doesn't you know in in. In my eyes, it doesn't make sense because out of nowhere she starts speaking as soon as he's uh, he's out of the hospital, and right. I feel like it it cut a lot of um, like sentimental points basically at the end when he dies 
Because, yeah, yeah you, they, they did have a connection, but... Yeah, so I'd say they did it better on Man on Fire. Like yes, no, for sure, because you yeah. um, throughout the movie you feel... With their relationship. Yeah. What do you think? I've been talking for a very long time now. Yeah, uh, I guess initial thoughts and best moments. Every moment where she got to be a little badass, I, I like to think of, like, I count how many times I say, bruh, mm-hmm. when the movie's going, when she just does something crazy, and you're just mm-hmm. like, oh, God. A lot of those moments, so she was really good in, like, the action sequences, which I realized isn't fully her... But it mm-hmm. still was cool to watch. Um, I guess Logan's moment with the family where he like basically told them, I don't know why I never got to have this moment, but you know, it's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. That kind of feel. Th- that was good, but you could tell the second he met that family, they were in trouble. Yeah. And I kept saying, like, yelling at the screen, get them out of here, get them out of here. You're going to fuck these people up. I didn't expect them all to get murked. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, I figured you're just going to lose like the dad or like somebody would get hurt. But they just literally straight up killed everybody real fast. And it's like, damn, dude. Mm-hmm. You gotta know better. Especially being as you've been on the run for so long. He right. obviously knows he shouldn't do that. How sad was like, that episode, or that uh, that moment when um, he's, he's telling the professor, it wasn't me, and just on and on, it wasn't me, it wasn't me who killed him. Because the last thing he saw was basically Wolverine stab him in the chest. Right. So, I don't know. I don't, for me, it was a sad moment, especially when I saw it in theaters. I remember that part. I was like, oh, my God, like, try not to cry. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't even think about that. I, this, I just totally missed it. This, this, this was my second time watching it, and um, I never noticed this uh, the first time. X-23, uh, when Logan is dying, he, like, she says daddy to him, uh-huh, and I yeah. never noticed that the first time. Really? What? She says yeah. to him a lot in the movie. Huh? She says it multiple times. I, I don't remember that, that part. Where it says daddy. I specifically remember multiple times. I only heard it once. Yeah. Because me and Aaron were making a joke about it. Like, I find it weird she's just calling him dad after she just met him. Uh-huh. But I didn't want well, I didn't know. Yeah, that. me too. And I do agree with that. I, I, too. I do feel like, <laughs> like, like a lot of um, connection was lost because of her, for some reason, not, not talking for so long. You know? But I think when she did finally talk, it meant more that she didn't hear her talk the whole movie. Because you get that kind of like when kids talk in a movie, you're like, oh, why are they letting this kid act? That kind of feeling. This, they really make you wait. So when she does finally speak, you're actually paying attention to it. So there's kind of like a, a trade-off. Really? There. Okay. That's kind of I'm actually going to question you about this because this was actually something. What did she say as soon as when, when, as soon as she started speaking? Uh, when she started screaming at him at, in the... If this is trivia? Yeah. I don't know. Okay. She yelled, because she started speaking she in Spanish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'll, from from my since I'm, I'm a Spanish speaker, like I understood what she was saying, but I was gonna ask you, like like how did you feel in that moment? Because she just starts ranting, and like for me, I, I knew what she was saying, and I understood like her pain. But for a non-Spanish speaker, like I really wanted to know, like uh, what do you think of her character? Well, like, I just thought she was just mad because of you know what had just happened. No, she's basically like starts telling him how like she feels like unappreciated, and she's like. You like shove me to the side, and I'm like, and basically like they starts really about the subtitles. Yeah, I don't understand why they didn't because it was a great scene. I'm Maybe like, oh my. Nobody speaks Spanish on the cast. But the little girl, <laughs> like who who gave her the <laughs> who gave her the script? What is line? <laughs> like I just like from my point of view it was like she was really like like telling him how how she felt, saying you know all all this that I already said, but then like I was like, wow, I wonder what Rich thought of this of this part because. I bet he's like, damn, this little girl's just fucking... going hard in the paint. (laughs) Yeah, and so, okay. Well, I get yelled at like that by my kid. She's four, so 
I'm used to the little girl looking up and screaming at you and you don't even know what you did yet. You know, but her Spanish was like spot on. Like it wasn't like rambling. I know, but I couldn't understand it. Uh, so it's like a kid yelling at me. Okay. It's like, oh, she's mad about something. We better fix this. <laughs> um, what's some of your best quotes from the movie? I don't know about quotes. This is going to fall more into moments again. But like when he's sitting there talk, telling the girl, like, you have to leave me alone. People I care about get hurt. She goes, well, I guess I'm fine. He like walks away. Right. Like, Such a big <laughs> Puts on the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, damn. Give that little girl a hug. She just killed it. I like when they cut off his uh, beard. Yeah, that was funny. Like, that was really yeah. good. Um, that the, that syringe moment when he uh, he basically takes steroids to yeah. go kill everybody in the forest. Yeah, all the nerds in the audience just n- going nuts. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, we finally get to see Wolverine! And then he gets his ass whooped again. Again. He got killed in a tree stump. I know. It's not the manliest way to go. Yeah. <laughs> what got you? I tripped in the forest. Do you remember? I really enjoyed that farm fight though. Because it was um yeah the one outside in like the front yard yeah between both uh mm-hmm. both Wolverines uh just because you can see the difference between like new, like new Wolverine and and oh, and Logan yeah uh well X twenty four basically mm-hmm. and Logan and just how like like the difference between like if it wasn't for what's his name the 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 dad of in the truck yeah I don't remember his name yeah well him yeah. if it wasn't for him. They would have they yeah. would have killed Logan in that there. Yeah, I actually have a real problem with that. That's kind of falling into my flaws. Is if X Men Origins Wolverine introduces Deadpool's character, you can still change that Deadpool character to become X twenty four like you and I think they initially intended. Because mm-hmm. you always wanted Logan to have another fight back with Deadpool because you could tell at the end of X-Men Origins, Deadpool's still alive. So mm-hmm. you could recreate it and put like a Ryan Reynolds scheme onto it, but mm-hmm. still fit the Logan universe. I felt they, that they could have done that. Mm. Don't you? If they, if they actually insert Deadpool, like Ryan Reynolds' character, but he doesn't make jokes to the camera, he's just the villain attacking Logan, mm-hmm. I think it just makes this movie better versus just having two Logan twins fighting is kind of boring. To me. Oh, so you're basically saying you wanted the, basically... I wanted the real X-24. Right, from from Origins yeah. to come back mm-hmm. and maybe... maybe but okay. maybe he actually can talk and it's actually real Ryan Reynolds. I think... But like I said, I you're not having him talk to the camera. I understand. You're not having him make the joke, like, who's this fucking weirdo? Like, he's all he's thinking is, I have to kill Logan. I understand. I feel like... And, and trust me, I like X-Men uh, Origins. I really do. Even with with the, with that Deadpool and everything, I still enjoy the film. But for them to actually make the choice and bring him back, once Deadpool already made fun of him in the in in his right, movie, but it's real Deadpool now. It's the right version of Deadpool. But it wouldn't make sense with what Deadpool's going, the way uh, Deadpool's going. This whole movie doesn't make sense. I don't even know what universe we're in in this movie. Okay, that's there's the, three different X-Men endings. endings. There's three different endings of the X Men universe, and we're in one of the three. That was one of my complaints. I was too. so angry. Like it I was, don't even know which universe we're following. Is this the one where the X Men live at the end of Danger Future Past? That's what I was. Yeah, that's or is what it I was the end bring of Apocalypse? Up. It's the end of Apocalypse when everything was came back to normal, or basically not normal. This but that doesn't explain what happened to all the all the other mutants. Yes, it does. At the end of Apocalypse, all the mutants were fine. Yeah, and then and now in this one explains it how. Uh, the professor killed a lot of them with his seizures. It, oh, damn, I didn't catch that. Yeah, it was in the radio. Yeah. Oh, I didn't, I wasn't paying attention. Yeah, when, when they're driving in the radio, before he turns it off, saying, All right. uh, this happens... Either way, blah, it's blah, a throwaway blah. line, and I still don't know what universe we're in when I'm watching the movie the first time. 
X-Men Phoenix coming out in 2019. Yeah, makes yeah. sense of that fucking movie. I th- that's between these two. I think that's why they didn't want to include uh, Deadpool 2, because like, that's why? another you're universe where you're messing around. Universes. No, but I think with uh, if you brought Deadpool into this movie, it would just kind of get everyone out of the seriousness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I get your point of why you wanted Deadpool, but now that Deadpool is kind of like the community, it's, like, it's thing, he has yeah. his two movies, and he has his own world, having him in this but movie would have ruined it. they're still jokes during the fights. They're still making jokes about, like, like the little kid, like, electrocuting the, the, the car at the end. Like, that was, like, played off as a joke. Like, the kid got, got his explosion power to the truck, and a bunch of people got, like, blasted. I think, to me, that was a joke. I think if you would have had Deadpool and Ryan Reynolds anywhere around this film, it would have taken a lot of attention out of Doesn't certain make it bad. moments. It doesn't make it bad, but it does take away from what the route that we're going. I'm just trying to make the perfect movie. I think putting it, Deadpool, <laughs> putting yeah, Deadpool closer to making this perfect. I think it would have been better to have uh, Hugh Jackman as Wolverine in a Deadpool movie than to have Deadpool in an X Men movie right yeah, now. No. I just, I just think that I will agree with that. You guys are crazy. The X Men universe is already such trash. This like, is why, why they're. This is why they're slowly putting uh, Deadpool with uh, with little X Men cast like. Um, well, whoever yeah, they are. They've already the established class. there's multiple universes, so this could be a different version of Deadpool that's less intense jokey-wise. He will be implemented because he, he already was in Deadpool 2, just as a that's small my, scene. Let's move on, but that was my main point, is that this universe is already chaos. <laughs> Deadpool could have fit in here fine. Okay. We were, we were on Deadpool in this movie for way too long. <laughs> my bad, y'all. Uh, story, soundtrack, any notes on those two? Soundtrack was kind of boring to me for Logan. Yeah, nothing really. Nothing. But then, then again, I never really pay attention to soundtracks. So. Story it's, overall was very uh, play by numbers. Get the girl, save her, drive her to you know safety. It, like if you just cut it down to what it is. Yeah. No, I agree. At least it, they don't say it's a true story, assholes. Right. You know. It is a true story though. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Two thousand. What thirty nine? Yeah. It's twenty nine. Twenty. Was it twenty nine? Twenty nine. Oh. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> we'll ignore that one. <laughs> Um, best acting performance. It's gonna be a great year. What's our Golden nominee for this movie? Golden nominations. Nobody Daphne really. Okay. I mean, Hugh Jackman's great, but I've like, cried a few times. That was good. But Patrick Stewart. That's a person. <sighs> what was his best acting moment in the movie? I just loved. I just liked his performance. He's like an old dude. He played an old dude. No, I mean, I do like. I, I do like both different characters that they played because they are older characters. Um, you know, Wolverine is not this fucking steroid pump guy all the time. Now he's actually getting tired, getting out of breath. Same thing. Yeah, he with, played um, a good suffering old man. Yeah, and so did this uh, Professor X. Yeah, he, he's also you know tired. He's a you know. Well, you know what's kind of weird though is that when this movie was getting like Oscar talks, people were trying to say like Hugh Jackman should definitely be nominated for Logan, and I disagree. I didn't think it was that great of a performance. No, it was very. Much the same character, just older. I didn't think you like broke the the wheel or anything. Can right. I ask, can I ask a question? Yeah. No. So after Deadpool came out, the first one, you know how Fox didn't have a lot of faith in it. Yeah. Because it was a rated R movie, mm-hmm. and they they made Logan rated R specifically because it made so much money. Right. Do you think because it was rated R, it helped the movie, or yes. it did? It helped have a made lot. A difference? It definitely helped. It, yeah, so. because if there was a third one, I probably wouldn't have watched it if it was following the Wolverine movie. Because I liked that Wolverine movie and Origins. Like, they were both fine, but I wasn't excited to see a third installment of that type of movie. Mm -hmm. Because it was just very, you know, 
predictable in nature. So the rated R just made it yeah. a little bit more different. Okay. Well, and you could see like real powers though too, like the kids' powers that they had, where they wrap the dude up in the grass. You couldn't do that in a PG thirteen movie, I don't think. I mean, it's pretty dark. More than that is, it gave you a little more taste of what Wolverine actually is because you saw some of the some of the claws going actually through dudes' faces and stuff like that, and you actually get actual blood on you know on the blades or whatever the things are. Yeah, you it's know, and, and and I really like that because most of them it was just slashing and there was no blood anywhere you know and now you had you had a little taste for that and i don't know yeah it didn't change it for me but i know a lot of people that did for me they got them more excited yeah to me it's just more action there's just more stuff to watch out for (laughs) Uh, action sequences for me have gotten really old lately that's why actually another point to bring back maybe you're just getting old you know i was just saying this the other night (laughs) i ordered asparagus at dinner like a fucking grown-up. Wow. They had french fries and onion rings, and I picked asparagus. Is there anything more adult than that? Uh, no. You're... I'm, I'm sorry not not to like drinking anymore. Yeah, that's another one. I really don't like So we're just turning into Logans, but we're, like, bitching out into it. Yeah. So instead of, you know, dying of disease, we're turning into grown-ups in the boring way. Wow, this got depressing. Really depressing. Um, so Man on Fire has a really good moment where... He shoots the fucking RPG out onto the street and explodes that car. Uh-huh. One action piece, one explosion, and then you understand the whole story. You don't need 15 minutes of action just to have the same thing happen where he rips the dude out of the car. Mm-hmm. I just watched another movie in theaters where they take a whole like 30-minute action piece to do something they could have done in two seconds. Mm. Very frustrating. Is that Mission Impossible? Mission Impossible Fallout. If you like movies about explosions and making jokes about how close they got... Mission Impossible is the movie Mission for impossible. you. Not, no spoilers. Ethan Hawke wins again. Was it Mission Ethan Hunt? Was it possible? Yeah. Wow. The solution, they, they really got to think the about The solution uh, to the problem was they took the batteries uh, out of the remote. That was the whole solution to the problem. I was so frustrated. So they basically turned it off and on and it worked? They, they literally... <laughs> Did they reboot it? They yeah. literally... All they had to do to solve the problem was take the batteries out of the remote. It was the most frustrating thing I've ever seen. Oh, that's great. I, I gotta the say, maybe said, Tom Cruise is also getting old and these, these, uh, like, these missions... <laughs> they're, they're, just all just re- a, all no, they're all just in He's in a nursing home. <laughs> this is all just in his head. I can't change to... these motherfucking batteries. <laughs> and it just turns into... <laughs> I'll save the world if I can get this battery up. Oh, God. So, back to Logan. <laughs> Fucking genius, the whole lot of us. Uh, no Golden Awards. What's your ratings for both these movies, Francisco? I would say... Man on Fire, your initial well, watch. It's, since it's week. initial, and it's uh, and I'll just, I'm just going to give it an overall rating, um, I think I'm going to give it an 8.5 for Man on Fire. Right on. And, uh, it's... For Logan, I thought I was gonna give it a higher rating, but I think as the movie continues, the the my my rating Don't actually got rating. lower. Don't give away your rating. Okay. Why? Because the second you say a number, we're gonna know which movie wins for you. Okay. Save it. So. Well, now the suspense is built. I think you have to tell us now. Eight point three. Eight point three. Was your Man on Fire? Yeah. Oh no! What was Man on Fire? Eight point five. Oh. So that's one vote for Man on Fire. If I, am I reading the room? Yes. Man on Fire. All right. All right. For myself, uh, I gave Logan, this is my first time watching it, I gave it uh, 8.18, 7.9, 7.8. Uh, and I gave Man on Fire almost a 9.5. So this wow. is pretty simple for me. Okay. Man on Fire. Man on Fire wins. Easily moves on. Logan was good. Logan yeah, no. And it I'm, just wasn't. 
I like that. It wasn't a game changer to me the way that Man of Fire was. Yeah, something that I really wanted to hope that happened was that one of these great films beat a, a comic book movie because I, I really thought that oh, we're yeah. just going to have all these comic book movies at we the end. We've only run into big comic book and, movies, though. Actually, Jurassic Park already beat Thor. So what are you talking about? But it's Jurassic Park, though. I mean... Yeah. We haven't, haven't had another comic book. We had Dark Knight and Iron Man, but you have to beat it. Mm-hmm. But what I'm saying is that Men on Fire... I, I really like that. Round two for the comic book movies, they're on bracket because there's so many of them. Like the next half of the round. Mm-hmm. Um, so Maybe your winner no. by unanimous decision, Man on Fire moves on to the next round. Um, it was a fun match. Yeah, I like Logan about as much as I expected to. Probably a little bit better. I like Logan than I actually expected. Mm-hmm. Um, for our next matchup in the Ben Affleck bracket. Gone Baby Gone, directed by Ben Affleck, and Gone Girl, starring Ben Affleck, directed by David Fincher. By the way, I was doing our Fincher count. We do have three Fincher movies in the bracket, too. We do. So three Bays, three Finchers. I don't know how many Spielbergs yet. Nolan, we have like five. When are we going to put the bracket up? God damn it, I keep forgetting. Sorry. Good answer. I, I accidentally, <laughs> I, you know how we like updated it? I almost lost the paper of the movies that you guys told me to switch, but I Sick. found it. I found it last night, so I'm gonna be updating it and then. Okay. Oh, so oh, the bracket oh. will be up this week. Sometime, hopefully. hopefully. Sometime this week, hopefully. Okay. We are Stay tuned. committed to that. Apparently. Uh, <laughs> is it AC time? No. Let's it's call not, it. Let's it, call it time wasting. Time wasting. AC time wasting. Oh no! I guess we're looking for a new name. For we're, our, we're working out uh, working out our uh, nonsense. Time of the bracket. What about uh, let's, let's talk it out? Let's talk let's it out. Let's talk it out. That's not bad. That's not bad. Uh, let's talk it out. I saw Mission Impossible Fallout. It was actiony. It was explosiony. It was Tom Cruise once again. I didn't like that. Movie. You don't like that movie? Okay. And it's like ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes right now. I've only seen that nobody has their own voice. Ninety seven. I'm only saying that because I just watched a movie that is 99% and I'm excited to talk about it. Well, they also gave nine, uh, Hereditary like a 99% too, and I'm like, eh, I'm having a. Wait, did you watch it? Not yet. Uh, well, okay. Since, I just have a hard time believing it because of the type of horror it is. Yeah. It's tough. Since I feel like your story is going to be better than mine, I'll go first so we end in a better. Okay, go ahead. Um, tell them, I guess. Um, I want to see Teen Titan movie. The Teen Titans go to the movies? Yeah. How was it that? It was fucking good. Really? I really enjoyed it. Um, I really thought this movie was gonna be for kids because that's yeah yeah that's why I went I went to take the uh, the the nephews uh-huh. but basically the movie just gives you so many adult jokes and yeah. so many adult like parodies and on the face things um, like you know they have they have uh, spoilers if you know um, they they have a scene where where they they put um. Uh, the cameos that Marvel does all the time. I cannot remember his name right now. Stanley. Stanley. They have Stanley uh, as a no, cameo there, and it's funny. like, and it's like, dude, like, can you even do that? That's and funny. it sounds like him too. So I don't know if they actually paid yeah. him off. Also, um, I'm sure he would. But yeah, no, his it's really fun. Like the, yeah. the movie is him. really fucking good. Like if you don't, even if you don't have kids, I do yeah. uh, recommend you go watch it. Wow. Uh, really good time, and it's only like an hour and forty minutes, I think. So it's not that long, but. It, it's uh, it, you're you're hooked the whole time. I'm probably gonna watch that movie. Also, yeah. Logan didn't have a Stanley cameo. Good. I was pointing. I was trying to watch that, but 
I wonder why, now that you're, uh... I don't know why. What are you talking about? Logan? Of course he did. No, he didn't. Stanley wasn't in Logan. It was. Where? I hate you. I hate... Uh, he was looking down upon them, because it's 30 years from now, and Stanley's dead. Good piece of shit. That's pretty good. All dead. No, because... <laughs> whatever. I saw, I saw Tomb Raider this week. The, uh, the, the newest action movie, Tomb Raider. How was that? It could not have been... A little, sorry, it, the ending was super underwhelming. If you yeah. played the video games at all, it's always like a mystical ending. Yeah. And in this movie, the ending is very much like, oh, we explained it with science, no big deal. Oh. It was very annoying. So it's the like movie itself was fine. It was like the video game. It's like a Scooby Doo. Yeah, pretty much. They Scooby Doo the movie. <laughs> yeah, I would love to see her like pull a mask. Off. Yeah, exactly. They just <laughs> pull the sheet over somebody. It's like, oh, it was the director the whole time. It was Mr. Lambert. The Science teacher. The science teacher we saw in the first scene. <laughs> Damn kids. Do you have any more of those cookies? Uh, We're going away with it. It was over your fucking bitch. What? <laughs> <laughs> if it wasn't for Laura here. <laughs> oh, God. All right, so I went to go see um, Bo Burnham's new movie, 8th Grade. And I know you know that I'm a big Bo Burnham fan. And I'm not, this is not me just like fanboying, out. fanboying over Bo Burnham's movie. But, but it was my it, favorite movie of all time. It's <laughs> not one of my favorite movies of all time, but it's so far my favorite movie of the year. Compared it's, to what? Avengers? Compared uh, to Deadpool? Compared to... Compared to Avengers. Solo? Compared to... Avengers. I'm trying to think of what else I saw this year. Mission Black, Impossible Fallout. Black Panther came out this year. What's it called? 8th grade? Black Panther's better yeah, than 8th grade. grade. Huh? Black what is Panther's it about? Than 8th grade. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Well, I haven't even seen it yet, and I know it is. What is this movie about? Give us a little... Um, it's about 8th grade, bro. It's literally about a girl who's who's about to graduate 8th grade, and she's trying to prepare herself for high school. High school. But she's a, like this awkward girl who doesn't really have any like friends, and she does YouTube videos, but obviously she gets like one or two views on each video. So relatable. What, what's that about? So it's very... <laughs> so we related a lot, but um, it's not... It's, I think it's... It was so nice to have a break from such like action scenes and like big Hollywood blockbusters that this movie was just I didn't love it I thought it was a good movie but I didn't like praise it you think 8th grade is better than Lady Bird yeah so 8th grade is going to win the Oscar this year I think it could have potential for getting nominated really yeah that's shocking for best like not best movie but it'll be like like, coming of age tale or whatever it is no but for like best uh, screenplay yeah that's fair yeah and it's just it's just very awkward and like cringeworthy like the movie's really cringeworthy and it just makes you relate because you know well it's rated R isn't it it's a rated R movie but you know there's a lot of cursing and all that Mm -hmm. stuff but um, yeah it's really good the one thing that sucked um, was that I went to go see it last Saturday and there was a meet and greet with the actress who played the the main girl uh, Mm -hmm. Kayla and um, I had to go out so I had like I wanted to stay to like Get to, like see the see the Q and A, but I had to leave immediately. So I just saw like a glimpse of her uh, as she was walking, and I was also disappointed because I thought Bo Burnham was going to be there. But whatever. You want to talk about it? Huh? You want to talk about no. it? No. Let's talk it out, bro. That's where we no. talk it out, bro. Uh, no, but anyways, yeah, I I really recommend this movie. It's really it so good. It's one of my favorite movies. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's all I have to say. Uh, I might go see it again next weekend or. I don't have time this week, but next weekend might go. Well, you know what we're doing next weekend? Football's back on. Football. We'll be watching football next Sunday. And by we, I mean me and my kids, because they're the only people who want to watch football with me. Sick. Fucking Mexicans. <laughs> well, what? You guys don't like football. It's not my fault. I like football. I just don't like it anymore since the Chargers left. 
That's fair. Like, that was the only team that I was only rooting for. But they moved, like, 100 miles. Yeah, but it's but not But it's not the your same. city anymore. Yeah. You know? Other than so, that, what, like, I don't care. I don't live in New England. I still root for the Patriots. Yeah, but you're didn't you live American? In I lived in New England. Yeah. <laughs> so then you're still bo- you're still going for the city that you used but to live in. But if New England moved to Maryland, if they're the Maryland Patriots, it's Ew. like a hundred miles away. What if they I'm moved still to like, be a Patriot fan? Okay, what about if they moved to like Texas? Which would be I'd a, still be a Patriot a fan. Texas Patriot fan? Yeah. Ugh. San Antonio Patriots. That'd be super dumb. No, not San Antonio. I'm talking about like fucking that is El Paso type of El Paso that's Patriots. That's the most the- racist <laughs> name of all time. <laughs> The Spanish Patriots? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Did you have like War of 1812 shit all over the walls? <laughs> That's great. Anyways, Los Angeles yeah. Patriots. So, I don't know. That's just me. I, I, if, if, it's, if it's in my city, I'll root for them. Like, I don't know anything about hockey, so but I'll root for the goals. What? Uh, that makes zero sense. Like the, the, the hockey team? Yeah, they're from San Diego. But if you know nothing Send. about hockey, I would still root you. for them. I root for our USA soccer team, and I don't know how to play soccer. How's it any different? You're racist against white people, bro. Yeah, dude. What the fuck? I hate both of you. Fucking You're us, not bro. even white. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. All right, I think we're good. Is that the whole episode? Yeah. Nothing quick. else to talk about. I don't have anything else to talk about. Unless you guys want to hear me complain about Tomb Raider and Mission Impossible again. Nah, I think we're good. I watched Parks and Rec again this week. Fucking love Parks and Rec. I've been watching The Office uh, a little more. Uh, I like it. It's Have you ever finished it? Yeah, of course. Oh, all right. I was like, have another scene. What's uh, when's gonna be our big uh, drunk matchup? I think we need to prepare for that. I think we need to like set a weekend aside. Yeah, we do. For well, the, we just need to for the Hangover and Super Bad episode because we would have it's to be a drunk podcast. Not only that, but we would have to. Kind of like, oh, we can just Uber, to be honest. That's what we're going to do. We live okay. two miles away. That's fine. All right. It's not like we're going to get that smashed. We're, oh, <laughs> you don't know me. I, I, apparently not. We don't even know his name. Producer must not be named. Yeah. See you guys next week. Make sure you watch the Ben Affleck bracket. Gone Baby Gone versus Gone Girl. It's going to get really hard to keep saying. Bye. Don't do that again. <laughs>